When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Boston, we have a problem. For it seems as though failure is now officially an option. The New England Patriots suffer their worst home loss in decades. The first shutout at Gillette Stadium in seven years. Bill Belichick follows up his worst loss as a professional football coach with what one could argue is an even worse loss, though technically 35 points in Dallas, only 34 points at home to the New Orleans Saints. But any which way you look at it, Andy Hart, Pats fans, whomever, Dear Lord, the Patriots are in big trouble. Final score of the last two weeks, 72-3, 38-3 lost to Dallas, 34-0 to the New Orleans Saints, and it wasn't even that close. You could play pick six, if you will. Mac Jones did at the start of the game. What was it? Offensive line, not clutch defense, no playmakers, shooting yourself in the foot, self-inflicted wounds, bad coaching, everything. All options for misery were on the table. It was a sad state of affairs at Gillette on Sunday, Andy. And on Sunday's post-game show, and if you happen to miss it, check out the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed, folks, because it was a robust one, and there were some angry callers yesterday on the line. I'll tell you, I don't know how they're going to fix it, and I don't know who's going to fix it, but I think we're starting to believe that the person who's not going to be around to orchestrate that is going to be Bill Belichick. Yeah, I think all uh, questions and options and fixes are on the table, uh, just like all criticism is on the table. Uh, everybody is playing a role in this from ownership down through special teams, everything in between, not good enough. Um, and you're seeing the lack of talent. You're seeing the lack of playmaking. You're seeing, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster's not good enough. Devontae Parker's not good enough. Calvin Anderson. I can't blame him. He wasn't out there. He I wasn't even Vidarian active this Lowe. week. Darian Lowe, not good enough. Trent Brown, who you decided you needed to redo his contract, not good enough. Um, there is just – there's no spark to the offense except when they're providing spark to the other team's scoring through Mac Jones turnovers. And same – you know, Bill can talk about, oh, same thing, digging a hole, turnovers, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're a – I keep saying Mac Jones is a broken quarterback. Yes. I think the next question is, are they a broken football team? Oh, I, I actually think if you're going to ask that question now, and I agree with you, and I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't say Mac Jones is broken. Uh, yes, Mac Jones is broken. I think all people would agree as well, whether it's just the results, the outcome, 
the decisions they made, Patricia, the offensive line, Belichick and his tough love or lack thereof, whatever the case. Yeah, Mac Jones is busted. We had some callers Sunday night as well use some interesting phrasing as well about Mac Jones. There was that one caller from Braintree as well who said something along the lines of Mac Jones may not even realize how broken he is right now or Mac Jones, he's hesitant. I think you even said that he's he's not throwing the football. He's aiming Absolutely. his footballs. That's the word. It's like aiming your pitches in Little League because you want to throw a strike. That's how you get a home run hit off you every single time. There ain't no home runs being hit by the Patriots right now, though. That's the problem. They have trust issues. They have, like, I don't, and, and I said this last year. I thought they had trust issues. It was a different type of trust issue. They didn't trust Matt Patricia, the scheme, the reverse, reverse engineering, as you like to say. Yes. This year, I think it's more about performance. I'm not sure. I'm sure, actually, Mac Jones doesn't trust the offensive line. Nope. I don't think he trusts his receivers necessarily to get open, to be there, to win 50-50 balls if it's Devontae Parker, whatever that may be. I'm not sure Bill O'Brien trusts the offensive line. He's trying to coach around a lack of offensive line protection. He's trying to coach around a quarterback that is goo right now mentally mm-hmm. and maybe physically um, because of the mental issues. He's trying to coach around a lack of weapons that can win. So, like, there's these, I don't trust you, you don't trust me, we don't trust we, and we lose, the whole thing. And I don't know the solution. I know Bill Belichick said, quote, start over. What the F does that mean, Bill? And then Bill repeated, start over. You don't get to start over mid-race, mid-test, mid-game, mid-competition, so you can't start over. You need to fix it on the fly somehow this week, and Bailey Zappi is going to be a talking point. For the second straight week, Mm -hmm. Mac was benched. Bailey Zappi comes in. I thought Bailey Zappi showed why he's a backup and not a starter in the NFL. Um, Malik Cunningham is a popular choice by at least one of our listeners on the Six Rings podcast. I don't know that there are answers, because when you're searching for answers, it implies there is an answer. I think the answer is the answer we talked about in the offseason. How talented is this football team, especially now when you removed Christian Gonzalez, Matthew Judon? Defense is not the problem necessarily, but they're not the solution either. They haven't been forcing turnovers, coming up with big plays, changing momentum, saving the offense. Any, they one, done player, any, any one player that stood out to you in Sunday's loss as well, like J.C. Jackson was out there. Didn't really hear his name called, except for maybe once or twice when he was near a play. <clears throat> the returner, Jonathan Jones, didn't do anything for you as well. The defensive line, your guy, Christian Barmore, Devon Godshow, the most overpaid defensive lineman in the NFL. None of them are making any nope. direct Josh or Uche, impact. Budding pass rusher. He's yeah. going to make $50 million. I don't know. Keon White, he looks so angry. He's got resting Belichick face. He'll step right in for Matthew Judon and make a difference. No one really mattered. Nobody registered on Sunday. Not but for again, the positive. This is not a referendum on the Patriots' defense. This is a referendum on the coaching, the personnel decisions, the talent acquisition, and everything we've been fed about how everything's been done in the best interest of the football team. That leads me to almost think that what's in the best interest of the football team is sucking because that's pretty much, by and large, what this team has done this season. Mac Jones now Here's a stat for you, folks. Trot this one around the water cooler today with your friends on a text thread, your fantasy football message board, or at the bar later if you catch Monday Night Football. Mac Jones now with four pick sixes at Gillette Stadium. He's been there two and a quarter years. Tom Brady played quarterback there for 18 years. He only had four pick sixes at Gillette Stadium. This is bad. Should I do it? Should should I drop it now? Yeah, you ready for it? Do it. Do it. So in the world of Joe Judge with questionable slogans on the back of motivational sweatshirts, the Six Rings podcast would like to offer up here on the Breaking Boston feed a new slogan for your New England Patriots. 
we're not tanking, we just suck. <laughs> and it could be the end result that is positive. Right. A high draft pick. I know people don't want to hear that. It's going to become more and more a talking point unless and until they go on a winning streak and, and, and change a, things around. In a year where you're going to have maybe the best quarterback crop to come out in not just recent memory, but a long I know, but long we say time. that a lot of years, yeah, and it know, doesn't these always guys work. Really Mac Jones good. was part of a really good quarterback class that may not be a really good quarterback class. he's also not the problem. He may be Trevor Lawrence was a generational talent. Else. A top of that good. class. He looks better-ish. Looks, but does he look like a generational still, talent? Ju- ju- one week, Justin Fields is the highest scorer in fantasy football and an absolute force of nature. And the next week... Oh, uh, in real football, how many wins does he have? Not, not that many not wins, but also is that his fault? My yeah, point Justin would be, may Caleb, be may, Caleb Williams, Drake May, your guy... Michael uh, Penix, Michael Penix, Bo Nix. Bo Nix, yep. Who knows, uh, Shador at Colorado, if he comes out, although his dad says he's not going to come out because he's not going to go second fiddle to nobody. Um... But the reality is that we're getting to the point, one and four, you're looking up at the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills in the AFC East. Suddenly the the Jets are winning games. Suddenly Zach Wilson's better than Mac Jones. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But the reality is it seems like the only positive that you can pull from whatever's going on through the first five games is, well, you're one and four and you have $100 million in cap space next spring. And if you married that with a top five pick, and I'm just – I'm not saying – and but then maybe the ball saying. bounces the right way and you don't get as injured. I mean, there's so many ifs, buts, candies. I don't nuts. know. Come on. It's not going to be a very but Merry Christmas. But that's the road we're going but down. But th- that's the road we're going down. And that's and we didn't the far drive off down Foxborough future. They no. Us. They, they told did. us. Right now, you're looking at next week a game against the Raiders where not only are you going to have quarterback controversies and questions galore, you're likely to be without two of your wide receivers. I didn't say top or leading. I just said wide receivers because there is no such thing as a top or a leading wide receiver on this team. Juju Smith-Schuster and Demario Douglas exited Sunday's game yesterday with head injuries. We'll see if they're both in the protocol. If they clear, they can play. You may only have a handful of wide receivers next week on the field against the Raiders. And you look at that Raiders game, you look at the rest of the schedule. I joked about it a couple weeks ago on the Six Rings podcast, but now we don't say it in jest. We say it in reality. Show me on the schedule the easy win for the Patriots. Show me what game you can guarantee a dub. There's not a single game the remainder of the way with the way this team has played recently. Embarrassing themselves, their coach, their owner, their fan base, and everybody with a 34-0 loss to the Saints. A middling Saints team at that. We thought it was a cruel mirror game. It was just a cruel mirror for the Patriots that they looked in it and thought they resembled the, the franchise that won six Super Bowls over the last 20 years. I can't tell you any game they're going to win. I can't tell you who's going to lead the turnaround. I feel like this season is in the crapper, and it's not exiting anytime soon. Well, I said this to you uh, while we were watching the game. The Patriots are suddenly a get-right team that other teams look forward to playing. Like other, Ugh. you just If you ask that yeah. question to other teams, they may start circling the Patriots and saying, that's a game we're going to win. At least we'll beat the Patriots. I don't know where we're going from here, but we'll get that win over Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi and – Ugh. Is Buffalo going to be fa- in two weeks, the next game at Gillette, which will be, you said uh, during Sunday's postgame show as well, don't worry. I said, oh, what are you going to have, a half full No, it'll stadium? be full. Yeah, don't it'll worry. It'll be full. It's going to be tons Josh of Allen. Royal Blue, 17, Jeff Diggs. 13, 84, 12, Damian 30. All, every, oh, yeah, Gabe Davis's, whatever. Whatever whatever jersey you bought, it's going to be full of Bills jerseys. The Bills Mafia will come in and take over. They'll be behind Route 1 Liquors. They'll be in P2, P5, the mobile lot, everywhere. And you know what? Pats fans, the loyal, the faithful, the diehards, the ones that have watched the Patriots suck for years and then appreciated the dynasty. I'm not talking about the you people when you look at me and say you people or the pink hats or the Foxborough frauds, whatever. They're going to be left 
to return to the dark ages. And listen, a little sucking can be okay every now and again. Agreed. As far as as far as like being lousy, understanding from whence you came, you know, you know, being bad to appreciate how great it is when you have the good times is okay every now and again. But this to bad? just go this quickly to be this, this bad? bad? And I do actually feel um I know of at least uh one uh, Patriot fan from uh, the UK mm-hmm. that made the trek to the oh, US pal, for the pal Warren Ladd, Dallas to New England to see seventy-two to three. Flew all the way over from Her <laughs> Majesty's Royal <laughs> other other ball. That's awful. No luck. That's awful. from the King and saw that seventy-two right. to three. If there is a Robert Kraft should write him a check. Literally Seriously, should write him a check should. and say be my refunded. apologies. It would Neither be a drop of us are in going the to Germany. How would you feel right now if you were uh, if you were like? Debating whether or not Did to I go get to insurance? Germany. Did I get like? Can I get out of it somehow? Uh, can I <sighs> pretend somebody died in the family? Because that's where we are, and I personally don't think we're overreacting. Like this is as no, bad in back to back weeks. There's been one offs over the years. Whatever mm-hmm. we thought last week was Anomalous as bad losses. as we can remember. Oh, the kingdom's falling because Tom Brady throws a couple picks. This and is has back a lousy to back. Sunday. I mean, this is two of the worst performances of the Bill Belichick era back to back, and him standing at the podium saying we're going to start over. I just I, does that the, mean everyone? So, so every so does that mean does starting over meaning every job is now on be, the line? Should be. I mean, they all should be. But is that what he's doing? Hitting the reboot button? I mean, he should be careful about saying start over because he should be careful about that because yeah. I think that has an implication start that over I'm not could also. You carry really over start over means okay, Bill, you're done. If we're really starting over, who's the most likely guy to be the example of starting over? It's him. It's the 72-year-old coach or soon-to-be 72-year-old coach mm-hmm. who has a losing record without Tom Brady, has missed the playoffs, three, like has a losing record again, has his worst record to start a season now, had his worst loss a week ago, now had the worst loss in the history of the franchise in a shutout at home. Like He's, he's checking off a lot of boxes that if his name wasn't Bill Belichick and he didn't have the six rings and the 20... Five years, as he said, mm-hmm. was reason to get excited. The last twenty-five years. Told us years. a few weeks ago, even that. What what reason was there to place hope and faith in the idea of a turnaround this season? He said the first three games. Yeah. How, how many wins they get in those games? One. One. Yeah. Did they really? Uh, or did the Jets lose? Uh, that was as much a Jets loss as the yeah. Pats won. Always seems to be. Well, there you have it, folks. Boston has been officially broken. It's not by a the very hopeful way to end. Ah, well, what can you do? Broken I've, Boston, the I've podcast. Loved, yeah, it's not breaking Boston. It's Boston's broken. Broken Boston, indeed. Patriots lose two games in a row by a score of 72-3, nothing to the Saints on Sunday. And we would love to tell you who it is that you guys can pin your hopes to or who you should be looking for as the new tent poles, as the new studs of the future. But we don't even know. And the one that we could have said with certainty – Christian Gonzalez is out for the season. Woe Pats, indeed. He's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. This is Breaking Boston. You can download it each and every day. Subscribe, rate, review, share, all that good jazz. We'll try to keep our chin up. We'll try to keep you guys informed and entertained along the way. But right now, dark times have fallen on the Patriots' empire.